Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news, and your views. Alan Corcoran. Right, today is World Menopause Day, and I'm joined by someone I haven't spoken to for quite some time, well known <laughs> in the whole area of broadcasting as well, Lorraine King. Good morning to Lorraine, how are you? Good morning, Alan. So lovely to be on with you. Thank you very much. Oh, it's so lovely to talk to you. We go back a long, long way. So you, you've taken up the mantle of highlighting World Menopause Day, which is today. Can you tell us why, Lorraine? Well, I started talking about my experience of perimenopause uh, almost six years ago now, Alan, and it wasn't an easy thing to come out and talk about, but I found out that I was in perimenopause in my kind of mid, early to mid 40s, uh, and I'd probably been in perimenopause from my late 30s. So because I'd suffered in silence from pure ignorance, I thought, you know what, I don't want other women to go through what I went through. Um, Just to let people know, perimenopause is the time before menopause. If you're lucky, probably five years, so maybe at the age of 45, um, maybe 10 years before menopause, so you could start perimenopause at 40. I think I was probably around 37, 38, which is really unlucky. Um, But I suppose if I'd known then what I know now, I would have been able to manage my symptoms um, and I would have had a much easier way through it. And did you ever so, question um, that, Lorraine? You, you say 37, 38, so you were very, very young then, weren't you? Yes, I know, and I still feel very, very young, Alan. Of course you do. <laughs> um, so do I feel young. <laughs> oh, good, good. The thing is, you know, um, I just, I see articles on menopause, Perry or otherwise, and online and magazines and newspapers, and I would skip through because I thought to myself, good Lord, you know, that's miles away. I don't need to be concerning myself with that, um, you know, in my 40s. And that's why I wanted to come out and share my story because I would, you know, as a journalist for a gazillion years, I would kind of pride myself on, on reading a lot and, and loving news. And even I didn't think that this, this had anything to do with me. Um, and I discovered it by pure accident. Um, I was approached by a natural Irish health supplement called Clean Marie Menamin. And they spoke to me about maybe being their spokesperson. And I was shocked that they even considered me, to be perfectly honest, because I was only in my early 40s. Um, and I said to them, why, why in God's name would I do this? Why would I pretend to be 50? Are you mad? Um, and it wasn't until they started talking about symptoms yeah. and asked me, you know, would I like, would they send me someone else to try it? And, but when they started talking about the symptoms, that's when it kind of, you know, it clicked. Right. Because I ticked a lot of those boxes. And the symptoms that I would have had at that stage, just for your listeners, I was having interrupted sleep. So I'd wake in maybe three to five times in a night and I'd have to go down to the loo then and then I'd take me 20 minutes, maybe half an hour to get back asleep because my head was racing with all the things that I had to do the next day, the list, you know, the way us busy women kind of juggle way too much. Um, So I'd wake up the next morning clearly tired because I hadn't slept a wink. Because of that, I was irritable, had no energy, felt very low in my mood, put that all down to the fact that I hadn't slept. No libido whatsoever. Again, put that down to the fact that I was wrecked because right. you're hardly going to feel amorous if, um, if you're tired. And I had other things like I had uh, hormonal breakouts. Um, I was losing a lot of hair in the shower. Um, my nails, my skin, everything seemed to be suffering. Um, and I didn't know that these are all just symptoms of perimenopause because like most people, I thought you're not really in anything to do with menopause unless you have a hot flush or your period stop. Whereas I haven't ever had a hot flush still to this day and I still have regular periods. So then I thought, okay, if I'm 
this ignorant, then I know there must be a lot of women out there also so, suffering in so, silence. So where are you in so the journey today, Lorraine? Where are you on this yeah, menopause so I'm, journey? I'm still, yeah, still perimenopausal and probably heading into menopause because the symptoms that I have are still very mild. There are 34 symptoms in total, Alan. Thank God none of us get all 34. Wow. Um, but it's just to know what they are. Um, and then at least, you know, to know your options, you, you can then, you know, do something about it and, and manage it and, and not suffer as badly. So, yeah, so I would be still perimenopause, um, but far from, from menopause. But right. you know what I'm not doing, which yeah. I would have done? I'm not fearing the menopause like I, I would have in the past. And the reason I'm not is because I know what I have to, to face. I know what my options are. You know, it might be the natural health route, which is fantastic if it works for you. It works for a lot of women, and that's Menamin, the, the supplement that I have been using. Otherwise, there is HRT. You can do the medical route. That works for a lot of women as well. But there are also lifestyle changes, things that are free that you can do for yourself, like diet, nutrition, yeah. exercise, well-being. You know, all of those things have a huge impact on... What about the understanding of friends and family, Lorraine? Do you find your friends understand menopausal symptoms, uh, you know? Now they do, definitely. As I said, I started talking about this nearly six years ago. uh, And we would have gone around myself and a panel of experts in well-being, nutrition, exercise. Dr. Mary Ryan, top endocrinologist in Ireland, an endocrinologist is a hormone specialist. You know, we would have had a panel. So we were giving women all their options, not just the natural health route. Um, and it's just been amazing to, to listen to those women. You know, we all got to, to hear a lot of it on the Joe Duffy show there before the summer because, you know, they ended up giving nearly three weeks to it where women were coming out telling their stories. It just means that we're actually getting somewhere. Alan, you know, the fact that we're talking about it now together is amazing yeah. because it's the only way to get rid of the taboo stigma right. that's attached to it, you know. Is there enough support for women in menopause in the workplace, no, no matter where that is, because I suppose it can affect women differently in different workplaces, can't yeah. it? Yeah, no, there's not, in answer to your question, not, but there, there, we are getting somewhere. Um, I'm friends with Anne O'Leary and she's the CEO of Vodafone and she introduced a programme, a support programme into Vodafone in 2019. Um, I did the, the Menopause Success Summit with an amazing woman called Catherine O'Keefe, the wellness warrior, um, a couple of weeks ago, she goes into workplaces now, and she's in huge demand. And and she's we're all thrilled that that that's the case, you know. So definitely, people are talking about it more, um, and they're they're not hopefully you know embarrassed or you know afraid to you know like they would have in the past. And yeah. honestly, I think the reason they were in the past is because it had that kind of old last stage of life, old and decrepit, you know. Um, women in their 50s and 60s maybe back then you know we lived till 60 now we're living to 80 90 even 100 so we need to just we need to accept the fact that it's only another stage in our hormonal journey as women like it's tough being a woman from puberty to postmenopause you go through different stages because of your hormone levels and if we know that and if we know it's just the fourth stage the stage of postmenopause right. then it'll just be like every other stage that we have to go through um, and we'll get through it and we'll get out the other side and we will live our best life because we won't have periods anymore, we won't have PMS, we won't have pains and aches, we won't have to worry about what we're wearing at a certain time of the month in case yeah. something happens, you know, so it's, it's something I honestly think to look forward to because right. it will only last a few years and then you'll get out the other side and live your best life, hopefully. So, so what is your own personal toolkit then for, for managing menopause? 
it's uh, talking about it and um, this really helps me and uh, then I can talk to my friends about it my husband has been a huge support and um, Peter tells a funny story of the whatsapp group that he has with his schoolmates and the lads were on during the second lockdown and they were going oh one of the lads said oh I can't cope there's too many hormones in this house and one of the other lads came on and, and his response was menopause 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 I blame Lorraine Keane <laughs> oh dear and I thought this is great no they're talking about menopause on the last WhatsApp we've yeah. come places yeah yeah just a comment in from a listener Lorraine is it true that women can still become pregnant during perimenopause yes yes absolutely so you have to be very very careful in that regard too and another thing that that um, perimenopause affects is your fertility as well Alan and I think that was probably one of the reasons why I wanted to come out as well because myself and Peter way back would have gone through um, a couple of sessions of three in fact IVF and that was a very stressful time for for us you know both physically mentally emotionally and financially Um, and if I'd known then what I know now I would have you know balanced my hormones and had more of a chance but because I didn't know that I was in perimenopause and um, I had three failed attempts. Now, I'm not, please don't think for one second that I'm complaining. I feel absolutely blessed to have my two healthy babies um, now taller than me teenagers. But um, it's just something that, again, I didn't realize. So I just want people, everybody to know. Um, and yeah, and then just talk and support each other. Well, it's World Menopause Day today, the 18th of October, and we have plans to do further uh, discussions on this when people can return to studio again, and we'd love you to be part of those discussions, Lorraine. But on this World Menopause Day, what is the main message you would like to get out? Because there has been a lot of taboo around the subject. Do you think the taboos Mm -hmm. have gone? Is Is it far more open and transparent now that this has been discussed openly? Yes, it is, and it's the only way. Um, to remove that that taboo or stigma is to talk about it. So talk to each other, support each other. Get a copy of the Essential Guide to Female Hormones. It's free. It's never been done in this country before. Um, You can pick it up in any pharmacy or health store across the country. You can download it for free on cleanmarine.ie and give it to every woman you know of every age. You know, my my teenagers have read it. My mother in her 70s has read it. We have five stages of our hormones. We need to know how best to manage those five stages. So this little book, The Essential Guide to Female Hormones, um, cleanmarine.ie, or as I say, in pharmacies or health stores nationwide, and share it with every woman you know and love. Thanks, Lorraine. Pleasure to talk to you as always. You too, Alan. Thank you so much. Stay well. That's Lorraine Keane there on this World Menopause Day. Southeast Radio's Morning Mix.